Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that connects people facing divorce with trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We're also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer the free consult. Before we get started, I wanted to take a minute to recommend a wonderful divorce coach. Her name is Sherry Morris, and she's a divorce and life transitioning coach. She's a co-parenting coach who works with both individuals and couples, and she also has a specialty in high conflict divorce. Sherry is a former attorney turned divorce coach eight years ago, and just a great person really experienced, very passionate about what she does, and really dedicated to her clients. So if you want to learn more about Sherry Morris, you can find her in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling or on her website, which is DearDivorceCoach.com. So divorce is devastating. It's heartbreaking. There's so much sadness and anger and all these negative emotions but I have to tell you that there are blessings that come with divorce. There are tons of lessons and there are so many blessings. And I'm so excited to talk about this because it's such the seeing the glass half full and really taking the lemons and making lemonade. And I have such a wonderful guest who did just that. Her name is Christine Diorio. Hi, Christine. I'm Jackie. I'm so excited because I love the article you wrote on your site called Lessons and Blessings from My Divorce. So a little bit about Christine before we start the conversation. She's a divorce attorney and an estate planning attorney in Tampa, Florida, covers the whole state of Florida if you need her. She has been an attorney for 17 years and started specializing in divorce a few years ago, more than a few years ago. And Christine is divorced. So she's remarried, but she did go through a divorce with kids. And it's funny, Christine, because when I saw your article, I was like, oh, I read an article kind of like that. So what I thought I would do today is kind of combine our articles and talk about the blessings that divorce gave us. I love it. I love it. So tell me, Christine, before we get started on the conversation, did you agree with me that there's so much negative in divorce? And also, do you not see the blessings until after? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's fair to say. I think it's kind of one of those things you do have to go through, like, the really bad part first. I mean, there's no way to just go through divorce and act like it's all, like, rainbows and you know, just positive thinking. I mean, it's just an incredibly emotional experience. It's heartbreaking, even when you're the one who wants the divorce. Like in my case, I was very certain that that was the right decision, but that it was still awful for my kids. It was still sad. And you have to go through that part. But as you get more and more distance from the really hard parts of it, you do start to gain that perspective of, what actually first might look like a curse is actually a blessing. And I just have loved that part of it for my own journey through divorce, but also like helping my clients hopefully get a little glimmer of hope um, by sharing 
some of what I found to be a blessing from my divorce as I've moved through my life and give them that little bit of hope. That's probably honestly the most fulfilling part of being a divorce attorney um, is that I get to like meet people that are right in the thick of the bad part and offer them some hope. I just love that. And you are so right at the beginning. It's just horrible, but hearing your stories probably helps your clients feel like, okay, there's happiness on the other side of this. And it keeps them motivated to get the divorce over with. It keeps them inspired, hopeful. So they don't go to that dark place of like, things are never going to get better. All right. So in your article, you wrote, my divorce made me a better mom. That was one of the blessings. Tell me about that. So I, you know, and I tell people this all the time, it's kind of like a dirty little secret because in the beginning, a lot of us tried really hard to have the children that we, you know, we might've had a fertility journey. Um, it might've been a lifelong dream to become a mom. And so, and, you know, mom culture and, you know, there's so much about we like living for our children and we all love our children so much. And so for some moms, um, initially the concept of having to share our children not have our children every single day with us can be like devastating. And, um, you know, I almost at the time now I went through my divorce in 2008 and things have changed a lot, uh, especially in Florida and across the country where now, you know, 50, 50 is really just sort of expected unless there's issues, you know, with one of the parents, but in most cases now that's expected. But even back when I got divorced, I almost felt like having to not have my kids more than my ex-husband somehow was a reflection on me. Um, I felt like the mom should have the kids more. And I struggled with that initially. Um, but as um, my ex-husband and I journeyed through to the point where he had 50-50, I came to the conclusion, which was kind of like a dirty little secret that I share with my clients all the time, that 50-50 custody, when you have a healthy parent, on the other side is a gift. It is an absolute gift and it 100% made me a better mom. And I know moms can understand that, like when, especially when your kids are little and you have them 100% of the time and a lot of, and I'm not, I, you know, I, I represent men and women, but a lot of my clients happen to be women. And I know a lot of married women who function as single moms already. They're not getting a lot of help 100%. So why is it, what makes you a better mom? You wrote in the article, you don't take them for granted. You don't get annoyed by little things as much because you don't have them as much. Right. It's because a lot of times, if you have an imbalance in the marriage, the dads don't pitch in very much or the other spouse doesn't pitch in very much. And the divorce kind of forces them to actually co-parent with you. And so now 50% of the time, the kids are with their dad or with their mom. And then you have 50% of the time to do whatever you want to do. And so I think for me, being able to pour into myself, go, I started taking yoga classes. Um, you know, I spent time with um, my girlfriends. I dated, you know, so I was able to fill myself up so that when I had my kids during my time sharing, I was actually excited. Um, I wanted to be with them. I, you know, I planned fun things for us to do. Whereas when you have your kids every day, day in and day out, it's easy to just get into a monotony with your kids and just kind I of like go through the motions. And burn out. Burn out, completely burn out. 
I have to say, I got divorced in 2008 also, and I had two kids. They were three and five. And I don't know if 50-50 was as, it definitely wasn't as big as it is now because we didn't even discuss that. Now, my ex-husband was a workaholic and traveled a lot for work. So I had the kids, he had the kids like one night a week and like every other weekend. And I have to tell you, I used to live for those weekends when I didn't have the kids. And if people listening think I'm a horrible person, I'm sorry. I'm really not. I love my kids <laughs> much more than anything in life. And I eat, I did back then too. But I was just so hurt by the divorce and so messed up and needed so much self-care at the time that like, really, I was not well. And so those times without the kids was really helping make me a better mom and a better person. 100%. And I, that, and I don't think we should have to feel guilty for that, you know, and, you know, having that time for ourselves, it's just focusing on quality over quantity. And that can also help with the pain of like, for some women and for some dads too, it's devastating to think I'm not going to see my child every single day. So we want to look for the bright spot in that. Is that okay? That might be true. But when you do have your child, you're going to be so much more present and available. So they're going to get so much more out of their relationship with you than if you did just have them every day and you're going through this really, you know, unfulfilling marriage or whatever's going on in your marriage. I mean, that's not the ideal setting. Whereas now your child may be, you know, they're getting you at your best. Again, maybe not right at the beginning. I'm talking about a little bit more into your divorce um, once you've established a new routine. So, you know, for me, I would say 100% made me a better mom. I was much more engaged. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff, and I'm your host. I'm here today talking about blessings of divorce. I'm here with divorce attorney, Christine DiOrio, who is a divorce attorney and an estate planning attorney in Tampa, Florida. She's extremely experienced. She's divorced herself. And I just am loving this conversation, but we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we are going to talk about other blessings. We have so many more to get to. We'll be right back. I want to take a minute and recommend two Divorced Girls Smiling Trusted Professionals. The first one is the law firm of Katz and Stefani. With offices in Chicago and Bannockburn, Katz and Stefani is a well-known, well-respected firm. They've been around since 2008, and there are 10 divorce attorneys, all with different niches. I have known the founders, Dan and Andre, for many, many years and think so highly of them. So if you're looking for a wonderful divorce firm, you can find Katz and Stefani at katzstefani.com or in the trusted professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. I also want to recommend a team of divorce mediators. They're Brian James and Ellen Feldman of CEL and Associates. I have known them for over 10 years. They are so committed to this profession. They're dedicated to their clients. They're experienced. They're smart. They're just so amicable. So if you want to learn more about Ellen and Brian and CEL and Associates, 
You can find them at celandassociates.com or in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girls Smiling podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff. I'm your host. I'm here today with divorce attorney Christine Diorio. ChristineDiorio.com is her website, and she wrote this amazing article called Lessons and Blessings from Divorce, and that's what we're talking about today, and it's the season of blessings, so this is this fits in so well. All okay. right, Chris, let's move on to the next blessing that you wrote in your article. Your divorce showed you your own strength. Tell me about that. Well, you know, I think from my story, I mean, I um, and I'm I'm very open about my particular story. Um, so today, as we're sitting here recording this podcast, I'm about a month away, actually, exactly a month away from celebrating 14 years um, of sobriety. And so um, I got sober during my divorce. Um, and so, and actually, my ex-husband also had uh, the same experience. So we're actually both sober. We got sober apart. And we both have the same amount of sobriety. It's kind of funny. We just couldn't do it together. But anyway, he just celebrated 14 uh, years and then I will celebrate 14 years. Um, and so it was not easy. My divorce experience was not easy. I was dealing with, um, you know, healing from alcoholism. Um, I was a single mom, two kids. I did have uh, more custody in the beginning when he did. Um, eventually as he did better and better with his sobriety, he got more and more time sharing with the children. Um, but I also made the decision that I needed to face my own drinking issues and did. Um, I was an attorney full-time trial attorney at the time I was doing criminal law. And so I had a trial practice. Um, and so I had a lot on my plate and I remember, and I had, I had the house, um, from the divorce and I had never pushed a lawnmower a day in my life. Like I had never, I, you know, and I hate to sound like, you know, I don't know, a princess, nothing like that. We just, that was just something I never had to do before. Um, I'd never had to really manage my own budget. I had never done like, and so I had to learn how to be a single mom, how to run a house, how to make sure that everything got done. And when I look back on that time and I look, I'm like, how did I do all that? Because of course, today, my story is I've been remarried. We just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary. Um, I have another child as well, but I have so much help. And I look back on that time and I'm like, how in the world did I get through that? But when I do face challenges, like, you know, when I opened my law firm and on my own and went out on my own and now I manage a team and I've had, you know, new challenges, you know, my kids were one in three at the time when we got divorced. The two older kids are now 19 and 17. So we've been through a lot of challenges. But when I, when I get, when I, go through a new challenge, I always know like I'm going to get through this because of what I survived from my past. Like I was able to stay sober while going through a nasty divorce. It wasn't um, today. My ex-husband and I are really excellent co-parents and we have a great relationship, but we did not always. And things were tough back then. So when I look, I always just know I have that resilience to call on because of my experience. And so I do share that with my clients, I tell them all the time, I'm like, you have no idea. This is like the worst thing you're going to face that you're facing right now. And you're going to face challenges down the road. And when you get to those challenges, you're going to remember the strength that you're showing through this. And you're going to know you can do anything. 
And I and I, I believe that with all of my heart. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily happy I got divorced, you know, and I had to go through that experience and my family broke up in that sense. But I look back on, I can be very grateful for the strength that it gave me. It just made me a stronger person. I don't know. Did you have the same experience? So first of all, what I want to say to you is congratulations. And I have so much respect for you getting sober. Do you know, I mean, I don't have to ask you, do you know how hard that is? But do you know how many people <laughs> do it? So the fact that you did it, that is amazing. And I'm I'm just so happy for you. I mean it. I'm really, really impressed. And what I want to say about the finding your strength is you're right. I had a similar experience with saying, I, I don't know if I can do this. I can't be a single mom. I remember once I saw a mouse in the house, like we had a yeah. mouse walk through the kitchen, run through the kitchen. I got on a chair. I started screaming my head off. I called my neighbor. Her husband had to go to Home Depot, buy a couple mouse traps. came over. Like my friend's husband has been there for me my whole, you know, uh, my whole single motherhood doing men's that I couldn't do. But I remember just thinking like, I can't do this. But I want to tell the listeners, yes, you can. You have to, and you will. And then you'll look back and be like, wow, I can't believe how strong I am. And Christine's right. Later in life, you're always going to have problems. There's always going to be something. You're going to be able to handle them so much better. Yeah, because you'll have been through this hard challenge. And so it's like, and then the beautiful part of that is even another blessing kind of goes to the next thing in the article, but it's you get to then help other people behind you. So you, because you've now been like that quote, like you've been assigned this mountain to show other people how to climb it. You know, you are now going to be able to help other people through their challenges because you faced this great challenge. Well, that's your, that was your third blessing from your divorce. You said my divorce gave me my calling. So yeah. what you're saying is your divorce and everything that you had to go through up to become a very compassionate, empathetic divorce attorney who knows how to listen, who knows when to give advice and when not to. Tell me what else. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just made me want to help other people walk through the process because I definitely did have, like we all get that first year of divorce where we're like, we get a pass to be a hot mess. And I tell my clients that, you know, it's not easy, right? I mean, looking back on it, like I would have done things very differently. When you have an attorney who's been through it and they care about that, that what it does to you, they're going to help you look at more than just winning. Because just winning is really what serves the attorney, right? They're going to make more money the more you litigate. But I really try to help my clients ask different types of questions besides just winning on an issue. But like, what kind of life do you want to have for yourself? You know, it's that, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And that, I just look back from my experience and I really wish that I was having those kinds of conversations rather than just winning and being right. I really do bring compassion to this situation just because I've been standing in my client's shoes before. And so I just want to bring that to them to get them to think deeper because at the end of the day, you might win, but what are you really winning when you still have to sit next to him at the soccer game, you know, or at the high school graduation and stuff? What 
your kids are losing, you might win in court. So what my divorce did was because of you were nasty in the beginning, and then we found our way towards a positive co-parenting relationship. I really can talk to my clients about the different, I mean, my blood pressure, you know what it's like when you're having those nasty emails back and forth and you're constantly posturing and just, do you really want to live like that all the time? You don't even like yourself when you're like that, really full of and combativeness and anger and bitterness and like I don't like myself when I was like that and Christine you and I have very similar stories I was the same way but that's kind of how divorce was back then it and I happened I did what you did you became a divorce attorney but I started divorce girl smiling to try to help people not make these mistakes yes so we're kind of doing the same thing, except you are learning. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, you know, I do tell my clients, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to add a little bit of heart um, and compassion to the family law system, you know, one case at a time. Um, you know, it doesn't always work that way. Like sometimes, you know, the other party in the case, they're just going to fight. And I mean, and there's just not, you know, you may have a narcissistic or borderline personality disorder and, you, you know, there just is that situation. Um, and so sometimes we do have to go to court and we do have to fight. But most cases, most cases, we can find our way to a settlement. And I really try to walk my clients to that process because it serves their children. And so at the end of the day, I feel like I'm taking what I went through and hopefully, you know, taking that experience and helping other people make a different choice so that they, you know, can avoid those mistakes. And then I just feel so much more fulfilled in my legal practice. Sure, there are people that may come across my website and see where justice has a heart when they're looking for a divorce attorney and roll their eyes. And that's good. I don't want them, right? I do want the client who has that deeper sense of wisdom that, hey, my family is about to go through something kind of traumatic and I need there to be some level of compassion in the room. And even the way that I deal with opposing counsel, you know, like I immediately call opposing counsel. If I don't know them already, I induce myself. Like I set the tone. I don't serve people divorce papers on the other side. I send them a letter with a packet explaining the divorce process. You know, I'm always trying to change up the way it's done. And sometimes it really works out well. And the other party loves it too. And we're able to work our way to a settlement. Sometimes the other party's like, screw you. And they go get their lawyer. And then we end up going to court. And that's okay. Like, I've been an attorney a long time. That's what I can, you know, I'm fine with that. I want to though, just interject because I don't want people to think you're rolling over just because you're trying to be nice. There's a big difference. You can still be nice and you can still get what you want in a divorce. So I want to make this very clear to people who might say, mm, I need more of a shark. She seems like she's too nice. Well, guess what? Nice gets you what you want many, many, many times, most of the time. So Christine was a prosecutor and a public defender. Believe me, she knows what she's doing in court. But what you're saying, Christine, is if you can do it through mediation and play nice, not be best friends and be fake, but divorce amicably and through discussions and mediation, you will get a better outcome in your opinion. A hundred percent. And that, and that's really what I try to do. 
Um, and also like, you know, if, if you have that reputation of being good in court, but also being very, you know, having the right bedside manner, you know, and having the right, you know, you know how to conduct yourself with judges and stuff. The other attorneys out there recognize that the judges recognize that. So you do, get, you don't have to go in there and bark and carry on, yeah, you know, if you establish that um, reputation, um, you don't have to be in there and, and be the loudest. I have found I've been able to be very effective and get, you know, really good settlements at mediation, um, even with feisty opposing counsels, because even with the most feisty ones, I still try to get to them. I still try to, I still try to get them to be nice with me because at the end of the day, it takes two people. And so, you know, I'm going to be the one who's always going to try to keep the temperature turned down. Um, but there are sometimes you do have to go in like with precision and, you know, make certain aggressive moves. That's just part of it. But I feel like the more there's more and more of a movement within the family law system of more and more attorneys who are more collaboratively inclined. They want to help settle cases because I believe in my heart. I think the number one thing that I try for my clients to understand is you're still a family, even though you're getting a divorce. You guys are still a family. Your family's just changing form, but it's still a family and there's still love there. And we don't want anything in the divorce process to make it impossible for you guys to get along for your children. We're almost out of time, but I want to go over a few more blessings. So I'm just going to pick a few of these from the article that I wrote on this a while back. And you tell me what you think, Christine. So thing is divorce might make you go back to work. Now, people listening are probably like, why would that be a blessing? For me personally, I kicked and screamed until I ran out of money and had to go back to work. And <laughs> it was literally the best thing I ever did for, I can't even count the reasons. I just did a whole podcast with somebody on the benefits of going back to work from my self-esteem to being a better mother, to finances, to uh, having more self-confidence to self-love, to meeting friends who I still am with. So what do you think? Oh, a thousand percent. Now I always worked, um, but I did through my divorce, but I, I didn't go on maternity leave because I told that guy we married, had another baby. Um, and so I was on maternity leave for a while. And that's actually what led me to open this law firm because now that I've been home with the kids for a little while, I was like, gosh, I can't go work for anybody else. I want to be home with these kids. So I actually started my law firm off my kitchen. Uh, I was up the little nook in my kitchen and now we're growing, you know, team of six and all kinds of things have happened. That's great. But every single thing you just said happened to me um, by having, and that's the thing when I was talking about getting that strength, like you're, you probably wouldn't have ever had the confidence to open your business without having gone through what you survived in your divorce. And that's the same thing with me. Like opening a law firm is kind of daunting, like going, you know, hanging out your shingle and going out on your own. I never would have had, you know, the, you know, what's to do that had I not gone through what I've been through. Divorce makes you unafraid. It helps you to become more confident, more likely to take chances and just more unafraid. So I, I think agree. that's kind of what you were trying to say. And I totally agree. 100%. And then we only have time for one more, but this is a really big one. I believe a blessing of divorce is creating an opportunity for you to be with the right person. Oh. <laughs> I 
best life about that one I really love, you know, as I just spent, you know, I just celebrated uh, our 10th wedding anniversary and um, we actually renewed our vows. That's so nice. Yeah, we did like a vow renewal. But Christine, don't you think there's a lot of people listening who are either thinking about divorce or about to go through one or in the thick of it and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm never going to meet anyone. I remember I was like, I'm 41. Who's going to want me? Oh my, I'd give my left arm to be 41 again. That's yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know, and yes, yes, and yes. yeah, it's tough though. It's scary. It's it, so scary. First, you've got to fall in love with yourself. So you've got to do all that work on yourself. And as you do that, you're going to attract the right person. And, you know, and that's just, and nowadays it's so easy. It's so, you know, now there's all these dating apps and there's different kinds with all different. I actually met my husband on eHarmony. I'm, I will be the first to say that. And uh, that was back in 2009 when it was first coming, you know, onto the scene, at least where I was living at the time in Gainesville, Florida. Um, it's, it's easier than ever to meet people. You don't have to go out to a bar. doesn't have to be at work, which ca can cause issues. So I would say. I value my husband so much more because of what I went through during my first marriage. I, I just, I love this man because I didn't, I didn't have a good experience the first time and I wouldn't take it for granted now if I hadn't had that experience. I can completely relate. And I want to tell the listeners what I feel because I'm with the love of my life also, who just walked in the door. I can hear him downstairs. <laughs> and so he's listening, but what I want to say is it's, it's definitely about being with the right person or someone who's better for you, but it's also me. I'm such a better partner. I'm nicer. I'm more patient. I have more gratitude. I am more thoughtful. And, and it's a combination of him bringing it out in me and me just maturing and growing and learning from my mistakes. Oh, amen. What a wonderful way to end this podcast that is such a positive note but my favorite part of that whole discussion Christine is how you said you have to fall in love with yourself first so that is so beautiful and so true because if you take time to work on yourself and you don't rush into another relationship right away that relationship will be even better and you won't end up divorced for the second time exactly oh my goodness that's so true I love this conversation. I love every second of this. I'm just so glad that we've crossed paths. I feel like, you know, and all the wonderful people I've met already through um, knowing you because of all these awesome divorce professionals that you work with. We And we all have a very similar energy. And, you know, and I love that. It's so nice. Well, thank you for the free commercial for Divorce Girl oh, Smile. I'm telling okay. you, some high quality individuals. I'm not kidding. Thank you for saying that. Full endorsement. So to my listeners, if you want to learn more or find Christine or set up a consultation, you, you can find her at christinediorio.com or you can find her in the trusted professional section of Divorce Girl Smiling along with all of the trusted, vetted, wonderful professionals that Christine was just talking about who are part of the Divorce Girl Smiling Network. And if you want to listen to more podcasts or you want to read articles or download my mobile app or sign up for my free consult, divorcedgirlsmiling.com is where you want to go. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. And I hope you get lots and lots of blessings 
during and after your divorce. We'll talk to you real soon.